service beginning, and she said, Judy, can you believe Butch and I have been married 38 years? And I said, what's so sad is I remember you sitting on my couch telling me you were engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I said, man, time has really flown, and then Ken and, and Amy also have an anniversary this month, too. Won't you stand with us as we begin singing, This is the Day.
Chuck Thomas, which is BJ's neighbor, uh, Randy Hamlin, is that right? I understood that he passed away, so we need to remember his family. Uh, and also the singing at Guest House. And we also need to remember Brother Carmen. He called right at 7.30 this morning, and he's sick. So we're going to be blessed with Bryce this morning bringing us the message. So we need to remember Brother Carvin uh, in your prayers. Anybody else have a prayer request that we don't know about? Okay, well let's stand and, and sing Open Our Eyes, Lord. And then Bryce, would you voice our prayer request? 
just a beautiful moment when I look back at it. That was a very difficult moment during that time in my life. But it was a beautiful moment now that I look back at it and that it has shaped me into who I am now. Um, so it ended up uh, not eighth grade year. I repeated the eighth grade, uh, got held back, and went to a Christian private school and in San Antonio City. And surprisingly, the bullying got worse there. Um, and ended up uh, going there all the way until 10th grade, and then I moved to Monroe, Louisiana. Um, my dad got a job at Tennessee Gas Pipeline, right here in West Monroe. Um, he's an operations manager, and he, he originally worked uh, graveyard shifts there in Basin, Mississippi, where we were, but then he transferred. He's originally from here, which is crazy because his parents, like his parents, live here, so my other grandparents live here. And so, uh, ended up, uh, we moved here. I was not, I did not want to move. I, I had a lot of family in Bayfield, Mississippi. I had heard things about Monroe. Not going <laughs> to emphasize, the crime rate's pretty high. Um, but uh, I just didn't want to move because it was in, out of my comfort zone. Because that base was all I ever knew. And so, ended up moving here and going to OCS junior and senior year. Um, loved the teachers there. They really poured into me. Um, but even though I went to OCS, I still kind of held a grudge against God at that point. Like I stopped going to church altogether my junior and senior year of high school. And then, um, like I, I, was, I was not going to church, I wasn't worried about Jesus, but I was still trying to be a good person, if that makes sense. 
um, was one of the best youth group I could have ever had. And so, I want to read a little bit of scripture to talk about hope. And so, I want to read out of Ephesians, which is really funny because uh, Brother Carbon actually was going to preach out of Ephesians today. Uh, not, I'm not going to read out of 5, but I am going to read out of Ephesians 2. Um, says, and I'm going to start from verse 1. It says, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of this kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at once, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. That is a key verse that represents my story. Because I was living in sin. And the beauty of Jesus and God is that they meet you where you are. And you're like, no matter how far you think you're gone, no matter what you've done in your past, that doesn't matter. Because God loves you the same and He wants a relationship with you. And that's the beauty of that. And I, I told my youth this a lot, but one thing in our culture today that a lot of people don't realize is Christianity is like, there's a difference between being a fan of Christ and a follower. Being a fan, I can call myself a Christian, but I can, I'm going to live however I want to live. I'm going to go party. I'm going to drink. I'm going to make excuses and exceptions for what the Bible says and what it commands us to do. A lot of times we call, especially in our younger generation, and I'm in that generation so I can say this, we try to make and we try to find loopholes in Scripture. But there's no loopholes. It's straightforward on what we're supposed to do. That's the thing. It's because being a follower of Christ, you're going to take a very cross down and you're going to follow God with everything you've got. And you, like I tell y'all, you have to make that decision to do that. I can't make it for you. Pastor Danny can't make it for you. Your parents can't. Nobody can make it for you. The relationship you have with Jesus is your relationship with Jesus, not mine too. We each have unique relationships with Jesus, and he meets us where we are because he is such a merciful God. He loves us. He loves you even though you may have a very difficult past. But stop living in the past. Because the past is the past for a reason. You learn from it, but you don't live in it. And that is my story. And that is what I have for y'all today. So I'm going to pray for us. And then I think we're going to worship. Right? So let's pray. Dear Lord, I just come to you right now, Lord. I just want to thank you so much. For everything that you've done for me, Lord. 
Thank you. 